January 22, 2020. Swat for Pedro Show.
Wow, for Pedro Show. Uh, I ain't the love grotto, but I'm near. Maybe uh, two blocks from the Wild Kingdom. Brother Matt had emergency at tooth. It's hurting, but Brother Damon here let us come. I, I say us because I'm not man alone, not just him, but the zigzags, Jet. Where'd you drive from? Uh, near Highland Park. Highland Park, okay. So yeah. he had to come down the Harbor Freeway to get here. Welcome aboard, and uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, I know you good. come to Pedro before because not just Brother Matt, a couple blocks Wild Kingdom, but also Lands End. And Lands End here is one side of Sunken City. And we started the show off with John Coltrane doing an alternate version of Countdown, and then you guys doing one of your tunes, Running Out of Red, that's on the split seven inch. Damon put out on Nomad Eel. But also Sunken City, a song you guys wrote, but me and my second man covered from. That's because Hanzo's right over here, 26 and Pat. And uh, so what, you you, you found some mota, Sakamota? <laughs> <laughs> we went down there. We went down there because... Uh, Come on in here. Let's we went down there because our, uh, our bass player at the time uh, was uh, from Long Beach, Used to come down here a lot. Big, big Minuteman fan. Long Beach is the east side of the harbor, people. We're Pedro's west side. Remos yeah. is north. So he came over over here, and uh, I should say she came over here uh, and found that spot and told me about it. And we went down there just to take photos one time and uh, ended up sort of like, we already had like fallen in love with Pedro before playing at Harold's place. And we're all from all that ain't over. too far. That's yeah, that's right down the street here. But we're all from all over the country, and it just coming here kind of reminded us of where we came from. So then that's when we went down to Sunken City, and then we ended up writing a song about it because it just reminded me of like spots I used to go to when I was in high school. You know? Yeah, when we were well, junior high days, that's where we smoked mota and drank beers. Yeah, they didn't have the graffiti on it. Now this that all happened a long time ago. It was really slow motion. It was erosion. Because we're on the cliffs here, and especially if it starts raining, like the way Paseo Del Mar closed, you can't get to World Palms from this side. You got to come around Western Avenue. There's still a tree, one palm tree survived, but all the rest slid, and that's what happened there. So there was a road coming from Point Furman all the way around, and when it fell like that, it made lean twos and kind of forts, you know, kind of trippy things. And so there was no fence in the old days. McNerney. You know, we got a mortuary, and the son and a buddy, I remember in high school days, 
it was really foggy and they accidentally drove a the pickup truck over the side. So Gosh, I think that's when the fence went up. Right. So now it's illegal to go down there though, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's a dangerous thing. But people are always going in there and all that. It's but, like the uh, word, word of the mouth goes out when, when the cops are starting to give tickets. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And in fact, Councilman Joe has been talking about maybe opening it up, you know. But it is kind of, you got to stay away. But all point firmings like this, there's people falling off all the time. Some people jump. You know, whenever you got cliffs, it's kind of dangerous. But uh, let's start with you. Damon, your earliest musical recollection. Huh. Well, I'll be, uh, be probably riding in my mom's old uh, Mercedes, listening to uh, the Eagles or Fleetwood Mac. But uh, like an eight-track cassette? Yeah, it could have been an eight-track, too. I don't know. Yeah. Because that was one of the good things. You yeah. could play an eight-track in a car. You could with a cassette, too. Sets were even better because you could record. Yeah. But, you know, there was this thing called a Conorad. I don't know if you ever heard it, but there, it could play 45s, but the stylus was like a <laughs> nail. And it would just, there, there was a Cadillac in the Nashville, that museum Elvis Presley had, and he had a cool. Conorad. And, I saw pictures of that. I yeah, yeah, but one. they could like, it just destroyed you. Right? Of course, <laughs> the bumps and all that shit. You know? Yeah. So, and where was this? Oh, that was, well... South Dakota. Okay. Where I'm originally from. You know who's from there? Oh, no, maybe it's North Dakota. Randy from the Alley Cats. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's from North. I mean, when he was a boy and ah. stuff. Yeah, when I had him on the show, he told me. Uh, okay, so which which part? Uh, born in Rapid City. Okay, East yeah. Park. Yeah, I I think see the Rapids. West West side West West part of the state, Mount Rushmore, Black Hills. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, yeah. That's. Total opposite side on of the, the east side, and then, but that's where the towns are, and that's where I played. Yeah, yeah. Also, even uh, North Dakota, right? Fargo, and yeah, Fargo. There's big river. It's right next to Minnesota, and, Missouri River, and whatnot. Right, yeah. right. So you're on the side that I haven't really been to. The not a lot of gigs there. It is really pretty. <laughs> not a lot of people. It should be because Rapid City is a fairly fairly big town. There City. should be more gigs, huh? Yeah, but it's not part of the route. Yeah, maybe I. Try to get something going. No, pure, pure South Dakota, that's their capital. And I think that's even smaller than Rapid. That's right. Population size. Right. Sometimes they do that. They'll make a little town. Like Illinois, right? Springfield's now Chicago. Yeah. But it's right along the river, right along the Missouri River. Kind of uh, kind spread of out right the, uh, <laughs> whatever, that, that thing. Okay, so uh, in the house, we will, did anybody in your family play music? Not a one. I, I grew but up they're listeners, music. right? Oh yeah, my mom. So they got they got a collection. My mom was a flyer flyer child when she was big know. record thing. Yeah. She, so she you got to listen to a lot. She loved music. What about school? Did they have a music program there? Yeah, they got music programs. Again, I one then I got into swimming instead. Okay, you know a lot of. But I got into keyboard when I was a young. But you know a lot of schools have cut their program. That's why the flea started that Silver Lake Conservatory. He went back to Fairfax, oh, cool. you know, where yeah. he learned trumpet. And they, they, they had closed the program. That's great for kids to have that. Yeah, yeah. And I do some benefits for uh, Martin Wong and uh, Calistar. to get a music program in their grade school in Chinatown. They they put on benefits. So I'm always curious about that. Yeah. But you, your school had it, but you, you weren't interested. You were more swimming. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was high school, right? So, like, elementary school and went to um, Montessori school when I was just a kid up till sixth grade. Like a Catholic school. 
Sort of, yeah. But it was, uh, I got in a little bit into to violin. Violin. Oh, so you did play. About, it's last about two weeks. So my oh, got okay. Sick of that. <laughs> 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 like a, one of those alley cats or something. So. It sounded like that. <laughs> uh, uh, she also took me to my first concert. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that. But first, what was the first record you bought for yourself? Oh. Uh, the first record that I bought for myself wasn't even a record. It was a CD. Okay, it's still uh, music. It was in St. George, Utah. I was there. Wow, that's right pretty part. In the summer, my first job, I was like 13, 16 maybe, probably 16. And uh, I was uh, a busboy for Denny's. And there was a music shop. I think it was a Sam Goody's or something. Yeah. They had CDs. And my first paycheck, I went in there and I bought a uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne CD. Black Sabbath <laughs> singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a Blizzard of Oz, a Wizard of Oz. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Blizzard of Oz. Yeah, Blizzard of Oz. Is like, that's a good one. Yeah, four guys now got Parkinson's. But... Yeah. But you know, for as hard as he lived, it's, yeah, it's a trip that he's alive. Yeah, yeah really. You know, yeah. so. But that is, yeah, because he's going to lose the control. You can kind of see it yeah. when he talks and stuff that's moving. It's amazing. As soon as that guy starts singing, it's like a new person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, music's a beautiful thing. Rocky so, what was that first yeah. gig that uh, your mom brought you to? Uh, the US Festival in uh, in San Bernardino at the. Uh, yeah, I think Steve Wozniak had something to do with it. I uh, was a I was a long Apple time ago. Nineteen eighty, nineteen eighty one. Something like outdoor yeah. festival. Yeah, outdoor festival. You know, my, the reason we went there is my mom wanted to see Fleetwood Mac. Okay, it was like one of her favorite bands. So, went there, saw that. The only thing I really she probably remember. liked the Stevie Winwood. <laughs> Uh, Lindsey Buckingham version, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, well, Peter Green, she was into that. I mean, that was a... She loves Stevie Nicks. She liked that. Yeah, because you know that the thing that... Yeah. It's the bass player and the drummer that's the same. They're completely different bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete Green wrote Black Magic Woman, I think. Carlos Santana had a big hit with. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I think B.B. King concert. said he was the most black... White guy doing blues at the time. <laughs> and then he joined some kind of cult, right? But yeah. anyway, be careful. <coughs> Fleetwood Mac. That was another concert she took me to. It was a, uh, Santana and uh, Bob Dylan. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my uncle come along with that one. <coughs> so I grew up with music and go to concerts and stuff. Like how old were you at that uh, Us Festival? Us Festival? Seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, you weren't even a teenager. Yeah, the only thing I remember that concert was a giant puddle of mud everybody was diving in and a white horse with a naked blonde lady on it. Lady Godiva. keep my eyes off her. <laughs> lady Godiva. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Lady Godiva's. There's a, a trippy uh, Velvet Underground song, right? <laughs> one side Lou, one side uh, John Cale. <laughs> Yeah, John Cale. We had some experiences with, but still, without knowing it, maybe it seeped into you, you know, and got you going where you are today with music. You never know about those things. That's why I yeah. always ask about the early days. Yeah. Here, I want to play a, the other song that the Zigzags did on this split seven inch. Uh, yeah. What was the idea about asking us both to do that? Well, you know, uh, I, I my very first release was with with Jed and Zigzags. Uh, did a uh, the live version of KLX, 
KXLU. Loyola Marymount. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jesuit school. You know, it was a, I met him in uh, Austin, Texas, when I lived, lived in San Antonio. Ah. And uh, kept in touch with him. Yeah, we met about like God. It was that was a long time ago. That was about eight years ago. You know, or brother, yeah. Ma- brother yeah. Matt had a show on KXO for, for many years. KXO called the Blues Shift. Oh, nice. Had all kinds of cats on there. That's awesome. He did Merce Radio after too, and hated it. That's <laughs> why he became a teacher. <laughs> so you guys had to connect in Texas. Yeah, we met at like South. We met at South by Southwest. I think it was uh, some show at the. It was like a Ty Siegel yeah, presents sort of one of those you know. Called. Burger Records, million bands played him. He came up with that. We met there. And then uh, when he got out here, he started wanting to do some vinyl stuff. And we had, you know, we had recorded that. I think we'd done it on tape maybe before that. And then uh, we ended up putting it out on vinyl. We went in there like real late at night. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like one of those like, roll up to the Stella or something. School at like three in the morning, you know. Hit us. Back great. Over a stop I mean, they got the years out. of doing that stuff. Stella's <laughs> still there too. She's been there like twenty years. Yeah. But uh, the stuff, uh, Minuteman Fire Firehose. Whenever they get a new album, we'd always play it first on Kick. So you, yeah, great. But still, let's get to the idea of us second man with Zig. So now that I'm a, a Pedro local, yeah, I don't know if I can be called. Well, how'd you that feed? Yet, but... Well, look, I came from Virginia. I was nine, but. So I got a little more years than you, yeah, but Pedro still, file. yeah, we're we're not. In fact, none of the Minutemen came from Pedro. We were all out of towners that came as boys, you know. Yeah, you know, everybody's so, transplant. So, so, oh, so that's why, because you, you now that you're Pedro, you wanted a Pedro band to be with Jay. Well, then he, he had the he had the song, Sunken City. Sunken City, like, well, right? Man, that's right here. Right. Well, it made it made sense to me to to like try to get you on board with that. Okay. And okay. It, it is like. And plus, you're, you know, in the obvious There was a band for a while called that. Legend, so. You know that? There was there was a band called Sunken City. They were the guys that came oh. out of uh, Friolas Negros. Oh, Pat, okay. a yeah. longshoreman guy, was a singer. They kind of did reggae. Yeah. And they oh, had okay. Vince from... Uh, kind of like a Scott Vince Lafarga. Well, he was in Scott. He with Felix. They had, I don't know, second to last. There was a big scene here in Pedro in the 90s that Todd... Yeah. You know, he's a Torrance yeah. guy, but that's when he came moved here and Kid yeah. Kevin from Anaheim. And yeah, I got connected. This whole scene, that's where I got why I got Raul in the second, man, you know, oh. and uh, then the missing man because this whole scene developed that I wasn't even aware of. I was touring so much. So, okay, l- let's listen. This is a song that Kay wrote the words. It's something off the last Minute Minute album.
Climb a short, steep hill. My footsteps crunch the frozen grass. At the top is a house on a pole. When the wind blows, it tips and spins. I stand beneath, laughing. Crows bray. Bare trees gallop the sky. The sky ascends through clouds. I climb a ladder through a hole in the floor. Wind hums through cracks in the siding. Tones are dissonant, an angry hymn. I kneel and peer through a crack. A man climbs the hill. His footsteps crunch the frozen grass. Crows bray. Bare trees gallop the sky. The house tips and spins.
proverbial King of Kingdom Falls And blacked out just like that
pilotite, Espacija pilotite, Sruširna MiG-29, Sruširna S-16, Espasi pilotite, Espasija pilotite,
watch for Pedro show. Yeah, that was Zigzags doing Political Nightmare. And we had Jaded Azurites, brand new. On a, uh, Balkans Veliki, uh, Macedonia label. From the Vasco. The Clouds. Bit Turner, brand new. Slacking, Simon Grab. Neutrons, uh, nu- neutro transmitters. Neurotransmitters. Fucking what? You see in letters that ain't there. Brand new Chris Chappelle's Distortion Pedal, The Cables and the Wire, Stoma. Not new from the last record, but we just had him on a couple of weeks ago. Rotterdam, great man. Guy plays bass with the fucking bow. Watch out, Jimmy Page. Intersection. Guided by voices. Brother Bob. He just did a 100 gig set, five hours on New Year's Eve downtown. He's got a new album already, hundred number 104, I think. 105. Uh, Lurk of the Worm. 21 Vec, that's Brother Vasco. That means 21st century. With uh, Kriyata Gi is Gubviv. And then finally, uh, me and my second man doing Johnny Weissmuller, which is on this split single, Pedro to L.A. You know, Pedro is part of L.A. politically. Yeah, politically? Yeah, I mean, we were annexed in 1911, own town 1885, but they built this harbor here, (laughs) and they make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Weissman, he's a swimmer? He won some Olympic medals and then became Tarzan Ah, in these movies in the 30s and 40s. Oh, My uh, third cousin has the chimpanzee for that. Wow. Still alive. Damn thing's like 80, 90 years what? old. What? Really? He's got him where? It's in Palm Springs. I didn't know oh. they could live that long. They can be mean. You got to watch out. Yeah. Well, he's so old. I, he yeah, but I mean, their arms are so strong. I, that, it was a crazy story. Rip your dick off. Yeah, well, no, pull the balls off of a trainer guy. Oh, God. This guy's working with this guy for 20 years or, or 10 years. And then he brought a new... Yeah, Chip I read in that and the story. dude got fucking jealous. Yeah. Reached his pants, bites fingers, pulled his buff balls out. No, this is one, and this was a lady first face transplant. Yeah, yeah. She'd go over to the house all the time. She got a new haircut. Yeah, and he freaked out. He bit her eyelids, her lips, and her hands off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to them. laugh, but that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your earliest Jed, your earliest musical memory. Uh, I, you know, I, my, my folks played a lot of music. My, my mom's from Washington state. My dad's, my dad grew up in the ninth ward in New Orleans. And, uh, so he was always playing the music that he listened to when he was growing up, which was always black music, you know, so it was Congo square. Yeah, well, exactly. But you know, when he was a kid, it was like, you know, the cool thing to do was go see, like, if you were like a white dude was go to like an Irma Thomas show and he lived down the street from Fats Domino. And then uh, he was into he was into like the Four Tops, the Platters, all these kinds of bands. He he didn't he hated like the Beach Boys. He thought that was like, like weak shit. You know? Did he play? No, no, no. He's he just played, listening. Nah, he, didn't, go. he didn't play. Yeah, he just went That's to shows right. and hung. he played pool. You know, like okay. that's what they did. <laughs> no, I'm wondering how you got on guitar. Well, I got on guitar just because I was like in living in Eastern Washington in the middle of nowhere, and I had Spokane, two hours south of there, Tri Cities. Oh, by Oregon. Yeah, right. by Oregon, by like Walla Walla. Columbia. Yeah, exactly. Richland, when it Washington. turns north. Yeah, Richland, Washington. Um, People don't know that there's rain shadow there, so it's desert. Oh, yeah, it's totally I think desert. it's all like <laughs> ripe pine trees, yeah. but when you get over those cascades. Oh, I grew up, where I grew up looks like fucking uh, like Joshua Marks. Tree, you know. Right, it's like, same idea, just a little more north, but you're yeah. behind 
mountains with the oceans. It's all desert. Yeah. It might as well be Palm Desert, you know, as far as... So like, you're out there and nothing to do, so you nothing, want to play guitar. Nothing to do. And Did then, you do music in school? No, 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 not at Did all. Did your school have it? No, no one, no. We not even marching band for the football team? No, or shit had, like you know that. what? One time these kids, you know, they had, they had that kind of marching band shit. One yeah, time these yeah. kids uh, that I was playing music with, they... They stole some kid's trumpet from the marching band because they wanted to start a ska band. Yeah, I was going to say, ska bands made it cool for the guys in the school bands to be in like... Right. <laughs> so they stole this kid's trumpet, but me and my buddy went and got it back for Yeah, him, good. And we Do brought it back to the kid, anyway. and then we found out later that there was all this other musical equipment that ended up getting stolen later, but I won't say who stole that, but that was, that got stolen from the school, but we, we, we were, we were like the Robin Hood, you know, we took the sure, instruments sure. back to the kids. So you... <laughs> But your band thing was probably more like after school in the garage or the it's bedroom. See what happened was I was doing I was basement. When I when I got I moved from Portland, Oregon to Eastern Washington, and when I got there, all my friends were immigrants from like Southeast Asia, from yeah. like Thailand, Laos, Vietnam. Yeah. Their older brothers were all into metal because that's what is popular over sure, there. Sure, sure. So they were into like Iron Maiden, Nuclear Assault, Thrash Metal, uh, uh, Judas Priest, you know, Slayer. all that good stuff. Slayer, yeah, that was the first time I saw a Slayer t-shirt was on like a long-haired like Vietnamese kid, you know, like and, and made it even more like like confusing, you know, and so uh, yeah, so I started listening to the metal through those guys like really early on, like eight eight years old, and we were just like we would record ourselves singing along to like Metallica on like cassettes, you know, this is like 1988, so like we were pretty hip at eight years old for this, and then later on in life when I got to Eastern Washington when I was in my young teens. A kid moved down from Seattle, and he was like, and he had all these like Dead Kennedys, Minutemen, uh, Black Flag, Misfits shit, and then that's how I started getting into that. You know? okay. So then I was like, all oh, this metal stuff's super not cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're at the end of the first hour, January twenty second, two thousand twenty. This is what Peter show. Hold tight for hour two. <laughs> I was staying out of towners. January 22nd, 2020, second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. There'll be a certain situation when you've got everything you want. On to the final destination, you're taking everything you've got.
Why for Pedro show. Uh, start of second hour with brother from Ball Jacobs. Henry Kaiser, When Worlds Collide, A Kind of Pigeon, Man Bear Pigeon, Dan Francia, Devin McKnight, Adam Reich, The House of Oranges with Dust Two, Our Elizabeth Tragedy and Trade, and Atlantis Aquarius with Waiting on the Next Life. Now, Atlantis Aquarius and Paul Jacobs, those are both Nomad Eel records artists. Yes, sir. So, Damon, tell me about Nomad Eel. Well, you know, it starts, like I said earlier, I started up with the Jed's, Jed's release. Uh, love of music uh, just kind of kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind so of... So how did you meet Paul and the Atlantis Aquarius guys? Uh, Paul Jacobs reached out to me. Okay. And I checked out his stuff, and I liked it. So I was Where's like, he from? Uh, he's from, uh, I, I think I said Vancouver, but he's actually from Montreal. The other Montreal, side, Canada, French guy, yeah. Quebecois. So he's got... Uh, he actually, the, the LP I did for him, uh, he also, uh, this is a re-release of that. Okay. The first release was done by uh, uh, Stone Body Records out of uh, England. and uh, So this is U.S. release. Some trippy stuff, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, I love it. And what about these uh, these other cats, Atlantis Aquarius? Atlantis Aquarius, they're out of, uh, they're out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd see them kind of here locally. They came out of California for some shows and. I liked him, so I contacted him, and and uh, some some also some some good good music there. Yeah, I like a lot. Yeah, and and so did you see him when you were living in Texas, or you saw him when they came I out here? I actually saw him when I when He's I moved here. Okay. Here, so, so they were this was only like what two two years ago? Two, oh, so recently? Yeah, semi recent. So, and uh, let's see. Uh, I got somebody else here. I want to play from your label. Timothy Erie. He's Florida, right? He's uh, Yeah, he's based out of Orlando, Florida. And, Disney uh, World. <laughs> actually, I did that with a, it's a split with another label. I did it uh, with uh, uh, Fat Elvis Records. Fat Elvis. He's an, uh, another indie label. How, how old's Timothy? Young guy, right? He is. He's in the uh, mid-20s. Mid-20s. All right. Let's listen to Timothy.
Sun and moon, I journeyed west. My song ship back with poet's heart. Now I feel it surge, 
Swell like a sea Above the crackling Of the dwarf cave Above the crackling Of the dwarf cave Bitter blow about his soul, the smooth seed to a spray store. The wild willow shaker wills hard and cold. Its work he'll crack the frozen heart. Its work he'll crack the frozen
Go. 
Wow, for Pedro show, yeah. Start off with Timothy Erie. I, I was thinking of uh, Glenn Danzig made a band after Misfits. Sam And I think the bass guy was Von Erie. Yeah, Von Erie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that <laughs> that's what made me think it when I I saw Tim's name. Did, you, know, did you, ever, Tim, like, you ever played with him? At, didn't really hang out, but played with him at the Metro in Chi Town. Because he gets mad if you don't pronounce the, that name right. It's it's Soudan. That's a, that's what the, that's how you're supposed to say. I can't name. remember <laughs> because it's a uh, Gaelic. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Like uh, Siobhan is like see Bill Bohan. Sean is seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit like this. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry for fucking up the Gaelic. Uh, my revolutionary hell yeah after that from the city with uh, she's a girl. The song Ship Journeys West. That's the Book of Om. And that's something you do. You're doing some kind of collab with uh, Black Tape? A Belgium? Yeah, Belgium band. Yeah. That's a band? Yeah, uh, Black Tapes. Okay. Yeah, they're out of Belgium. And the Book of Om? That's a uh, something that. That's some of the guys in the band? Some of the guys in the band. They're doing like a side prod? Yeah. Okay. So they got a lot of shit happening. Yeah, I went to their yeah. site and I didn't know whether it was a band or a label or <laughs> no, because they got a lot and it's all different. It's drip. Yeah. I like what, a lot. What city are they from? Uh, These are Belgian sure dudes. I know what city. Well, it might be uh, the big one, of course, is uh, <laughs> sure. Antwerp, Even Brussels. I know, Brussels. I know, I know. I know. I've been there. I'm just asking you guys what city you're, that, that they're from. That's all I was asking. Well, those are the two big towns, yeah, Antwerp and Brussels, yeah. but there's also Gaunt. Yeah. We played in uh, Charleroi, which is considered the ugliest city in all of Europe. You know and who's from there? From Charleroi? Yeah. Who? Uh, that young poet uh, ended up dying in Marseille, right? He was with Baudelaire and uh, uh, Verlaine. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Rambo. Oh, Rambo. There's also the because Stooges played there. It's actually two names. Okay. It's two towns they put together, yeah. and uh, it's on the border near. And there's the Marionette Museum there. Uh huh. And at no. noon, this big giant puppet does a fucking dance. Well, it was an industrial town, and then everything got shut down. But so wherever you go, there's all these like metal piping just going through the town. It's all rusted. And yeah, there's a lot of piping in Romania because of the oil. They yeah. would run it over the ground. Uh, yeah, so that could make it. But yeah. if we're talking about the same town, that in fact the house he grew up was born in, they made a museum. So, so I had one of my other distributors. They're also Belgium distributors. And you know, there's a, there's a split, Belgium. right? There's a Walloon, there's a Flam. Language. Walloon speaks French, yeah, yeah, sure, and the Flam sure. speaks kind of like what the Dutch people Flemish, and uh, kind of angry with each other, but. Also, there's a with on the music scene. There's no, none of that. Well, shit. in uh, Denmark, there's like an area called Zeeland, and they I think they speak Flemish. Well, as that's well. in Holland. Yeah, no, no, no. It's in Denmark. No, it is. Oh, Zeeland. Zeeland's in Holland. You're right. Yeah, it's right, southern because right, right. yes. my Booker man for 25 years, Carlos, yes. is from there. You're it's right, Catholic you're right, you're part right. of Holland. Yeah, Holland. I mean, that's Zeeland. Yeah, but don't what don't they have their own language there though? Too, well, they got like kind of a dialect, of okay. course, because Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. The ones the. That really got a different thing is is 
there was a band there called Low, which is Dick in their language. <laughs> and uh, God, what are they called? In what country? In Holland, uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, and okay. it, it's just north of Amsterdam. But they got their whole... Th- you know, a lot of Europe was like that. They were all little different things. Yeah, and yeah. The language is all... Italy didn't have one Italian, you know, for a long time. You know, uh-huh. they, they picked the Dante one. But the dialects used to be really strong. But I was just wondering about those guys because... Uh, and, yeah, and Will Z is the, uh, the, the lead singer for uh, the Black Tape, the Black Tapes. And, okay. Uh, he's part of that project of the Ohms. The, the Book of Om. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we had Pogues. I had uh, Spider Stacy on the show last week in uh, USA. It was interesting. He lives part of the time in uh, New Orleans. He has got a, a pad there. And then finally, Imad Wasif off your uh, Nomad Eagle. Imad Wasif and I were chefs together in the same restaurant not that long ago. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually through Jen is how So he lives in Cali. He's a Highland Park guy? Yeah, he actually lives out in like Sierra Alta Madre or, or Altadena out that way. Like Sierra the Foothills. He lives up on a mountain, he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny uh, Machine from the Tortoise. He's living out there. Yeah. And Dave Yao. Because yeah. okay. I think you could get houses and shit. He well, Dave like, Yao's wife is a. Uh, Claire Mont- Montclair. Ah. Is that right? Yeah. Because she's good friends with my wife. Okay, well, they live out there because yeah, it's yeah. more kind of, That used to be all dairy land. Yeah. yeah. Altadena. Altadena. Dairy. Right. Mount ah. Claire, Claremont. The same fucking name back Allison Allison Anders lives out there, too. Ah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so what, you, you think about moving out of there? Huh? What? Mount Claire, uh, Altadena, you know, Foothills. What about it? Am I going to move out yeah. there? It's too far from this. I drive already far enough to go surfing. Now I'm going to make it even harder on myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right, that's far from the water. Yeah. Those guys are like 70, 80 miles. I, I don't want. I grew up in the desert. I'm trying to. I'm trying to escape the desert. You know. Well, Highland Park ain't by the beach either. I know it ain't by the beach either, but it's like where I can. <laughs> it's like closest place yeah, I can afford right. to be. Because Santa Monica. Right it's fifteen miles to Venice, but it takes Venice, an hour and a half. And there's no parking in yeah. fucking Venice. Yeah. Like no fucking. <laughs> Raymond lived out. He had a pad there for a while, and like. It was impossible to park anywhere. Yeah. Especially the, as you get closer in, you know, where the people, the pads are in the alleys. That's right. <laughs> I put my surfboard on the Uber, you know, go out there. You do? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take a train. So you know what's by the water, but it's got a sewage treatment thing. Is uh, A lot of policemen live there, too. Uh, El Segundo. El Segundo, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's got an odor to it. And also the airport, right? The planes yeah. take it off. Yeah. A friend of mine lived, Ray Farrell, man, you could holler your brains out and not hear one syllable. Yeah. It just builds up slow, like that old I Love Lucy, you know, with the trains going by. But these are yeah. airplanes. Ah! Okay, we're at the end of the second hour. <laughs> January 22nd, 2020, Dishwap Pedo Show. Hold tight for hour three. January 22nd, 2020, it's the third hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
nothing left. There was no light. There was no anything. Sat there in the dark for a few seconds before I realized I had to do something.
Why for Peter show start the third hour off with young creatures, whatever I can. Tell, tell us about uh, uh, people, uh, young creatures is another nomad eel. Yeah. Where, where, where's the label name come from? What's a nomad huh. eel? Well, uh, you know, I, eel I, on I, the I run. It's something super cool, but it's it's literally my name backwards. My first and my middle name backwards. Okay. I figured, you know, if anybody wants to steal my label, I have a, I have, you know, something to stand on there. Well, no, it's my name backwards. <laughs> my initials are the same backwards. <laughs> Upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and young creatures. Where are they from? They're they're here, right? We played with them in K Town. Yeah, yeah. They're all what out, part? Uh, all all over. All over. LA. The drummers from uh, 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 right here. Uh, Wilmington. We must. Originally. Originally. North part of the, the harbor. Yeah, and he, now he lives in L.A. You know uh, an old uh, punk band from We Must? Sacred Trust. Probably oh. the first one out of there. Joe Bison, Jack Brewer. Yeah, so how, how, what was the connect? Uh, it was a band that actually reached out to me. Like, I went and met with them and just kind of hit it off. And they are actually my second release okay. on the label. Yeah, I, li- I like them. I like them. Yeah, they got, they That's got trippy really how you just run into dudes like that. Yeah, yeah. That shows you people, man. Just let your freak flag fly. These people are always and always tell me, "What do you have to do? Just be you. Give it yeah, a try." Exactly. And we had Crane doing. What's the problem? Another umbrella with uh, late great Richard Derrick, even tied fourth. The Healers out of Illinois with Dark in the end. M. B. Jones out of Pusan was super abundant. And then uh, another Nomad Eel release, Dream Phases, Crippled View. Cool. Yeah, Tell me about a, another LA band uh, headed by uh, uh, Brandon Graham. He uh, he works with uh, our friends over at Permanent Records. Uh, one of the employees there. Yeah. And uh, what's the connect? Uh, uh, Permanent they're Records. Friends, they're friends with Young Creatures. Oh, okay. So then, then the guilt the by association started. Yeah. yeah okay. Started connecting. No, I mean yeah. that, no. That's how it happened in the old days too. Yeah. I remember Black Flag. They were out. Uh, Handing out flyers. The Clash finally, they wouldn't play here for a long time. They finally came, 79. Long time. When those days, things changed quick. Okay, They come in 79. I think it was like uh, February or something. They're handing out flyers. And the first, the, one of their, it wasn't their first gig. It was like their second or third. And they were going to play here in Piedra at a team post. We couldn't believe it. We looked at the flyer and they go, what's trippy about that? He said, we're the only punk rockers in Piedra. They go, there's a punk band in Pedro? I said, yep, us. He goes, well, you want to open? Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't even... I think it was like a hippie thing before Charles Manson. If you had long hair, people just trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you had short hair and wore funny clothes and had a funny name, you know what I mean? In the old days, just... Because for one thing, the scene was very small. You'd see the same hundred faces at every fucking gig every weekend. And because uh, we we'd see 30. those guys, huh? Now we see the same thirty. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's how we got to be SSTOO too. We're gonna play uh, the shout. You got some new stuff, right? That that's on the new album. That yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So tell us about the shout, Jet. Uh, the shout is uh, it's well. A, what about the new record? New bass player, right? Yeah, every record's got a new bass player. Yeah, that's right. 
That's how, you can't be a zigzag album unless it's usually you after a tour, right? The yeah, dude gets tossed. Exactly, right? exactly. Or they toss. Oh, uh, you did your tour, or they toss themselves. Either or. No one ever gets kicked out. They always quit. So that's what right. Alice Coltrane said about John. She said he never scissored anybody. Yeah, they just never. knew when it was time. I'm exact. I mean, I'm like John Coltrane in so okay. many ways. Uh, that being one of them. But yeah, man, I never kicked anyone out of the band. They always quit. You know. Okay. Well, let's listen to shot. <laughs> Shut 
stood alone There in the driveway Till I saw Your headlights fade And disappear Burn out like stars A Chevrolet train that rolls in the night I must have had A hundred nightmares Of you falling Sleep at the wheel I send my prayers Where are you now? I am still here And going nowhere said that you called this morning tell him I love him but I am not returning
Why for Pedro Show last music for this edition? The shout from the Zigzags. What's the new album going to be called? The new album is going to be called. I don't know. We haven't recorded okay. it yet. This last album is called "They'll Never Take Us Alive." Oh, so this is a. Uh, it's off the last album. Okay, so yeah. it's the newest. It's the most recent. Yeah, it came it's out in May of uh, right. last year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So sorry to get y'all happy. It's just, they ain't uh, even recorded the new one yet. No, no. So it's well, the we're latest. Kind of, we're writing it right now. Yeah, okay, and. Uh, by the way, the shout had the old bass player. <laughs> no, 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 he's still in the band. Oh, he's still in the band. <laughs> still in the band. Wow, this guy. So you get this guy's going. I'm going to go two for two. Wow. We're gonna okay. Break, we're going to break new ground here. Okay, we're breaking That's new the ground. Plan. We'll see. It's a okay. We'll off. see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. The international debt. After that, with debt doesn't sleep. Molo Manal Balmar with Flat Rat City. Damien Horado with uh, I'm still here. And finally. Punk fucking metal. <laughs> it probably has something to do with your old days, right, in the eastern Washington. Well, no, it's the new days because it's like... Uh, I thought you were growing up with all the metal, right? I was. And, but then your buddy from Seattle turns you on to the punk. Yeah, and then I, then I saw Cliff Burton. Oh, so it's like a delayed... Oh, that basement, right? Yeah, then I saw Cliff Burton from Metallica wearing a Misfits shirt, and then it like screwed me up even more because then I couldn't figure out what was right and what and was wrong. And he got killed in a bus wreck, right? Yeah, yeah. His dad just passed away two days ago, actually. There really? There a bunch of tributes to him because his dad was like sort of this big champion of Metallica. He helped the band the out days, a lot, you know? right? Wow. Yeah. You know, I heard tried out for bass after him was less, and he didn't make it. Well, I think he's, he's no, maybe like, even before. Before when they were yeah. in high school, yeah, or something. yeah, they were like he they went to good. high school, right? They're good buddies with him. Yeah, I just saw Primus opening up for uh, Slayer the other night. Nice. Yeah, with uh, Ministry. Oh, how was that show, man? Fucking, Pri I was so stoked to What's see Slayer Primus. though without Dave, without Dave Lombardo. It's Slayer with Paul Bustafa. I don't know. I mean, you know. But to me, man, isn't a lot of Slayer Dave? Well, it's like, I mean, I get, yeah. Dave Lombardo is our favorite fucking drummer, you know. He's I mean, incredible. Yeah, he's amazing. And I mean, he's incredible. Quite, he's okay. And he did it before, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he left the band and yeah. they tried some other guy. And, yeah. But I guess this is supposed to be the last. This was the last show, you know. I mean, Gary Holt's playing for Did you hear how he got scissored? He asked for a meeting, right? Because they were having to split up 10%. The management was taking 90% or something. Something crazy like that, yeah. Can you believe that shit? I don't know what I to believe anymore. Thought that was the bad old days. I don't know what to believe anymore these days. Yeah. I they lost Dave Tom, right? Yeah. Well, they lost uh, Jeff Hanneman, the guitar That's player. That's it, Jeff. Tom's and he was kind of the guy. But I went. Tom's a singer, man, and and, and uh, Carrie. Carrie's kind of the boss, right? Yeah, Carrie's the boss. Tom's the. But he artist. was in the leotards. Jeff was the guy who kind of could see that, could connect with punk. The Jeff Hanneman yeah. stuff is what like I love about Slayer. But I think that's what kind of brought it over in yeah, a way, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Well, I went down recently. Music's music. It's weird how it's got to be all split with genre. I went to buy a, 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 a speaker cabinet downtown like a, like a couple years ago, and, and it was Dave Lombardo's band. Uh, uh, Before that. Something Cross. Dead Cross before it was their was, practice yeah. space, and they, I, I got it out of there, and they're like, yeah, because oh, yeah. they were like weird Huntington Park or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like by Vernon and shit. Yeah, yeah. And meatpacking, but they're all in Riverside now. So what you told me? They are okay. <laughs> like with well, the Dr. Dre and stuff. Yeah, because you get yeah, out, right? Once you, well, you know, cheaper out. You get out. Fall. Yeah, more economy. Exactly. Better the breathe the air. You know, there's more smog. You can follow the future. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Look, what's what's in? The, I know it's your future. You got a record with the second time for the bass players. So. Yeah, but uh, Damon, you got on 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 the on, got the, a, on the on the docket. Got yeah, on on hold, on uh, what do you call it? <laughs> on hook <laughs> or on deck on, on deck. deck yeah more yeah, baseball yeah. metaphors here. More 
Well, the uh, next uh, next pitch over the plate is going to be uh, going to be the, the blank tapes. Blank tapes, some belled stuff. Okay. No, no, it's a different. It's it's a similar name. That's the the black. Blank. Tapes. Oh, blank These tapes. The blank tapes. Okay. Black that, tape. The, yeah. Black so, tapes out of Belgium. Blank tapes is the, your the new black product. Blank tapes out of Belgium. With the lady yeah. singer, right? No. The blank tapes? No. <laughs> there is a lady singer. You're right. There is. There's like a, sometimes they do duo. Oh, okay. okay. But the blank tapes have, they have like a, a Matt Adams is the, the head dude, guitarist. And they hear SoCal? Yeah. Yeah, the SoCal dude lives in uh, Yucca Valley. Desert. He plays yeah. a lot of, okay. that's one, one of those guys. There's a lot of musicians living out in the desert. Well, man, you know, listening to all your records. I love the way that you just, you know, music's music. I love that. Yeah. Let the freak flag fly. And that's why we need labels like yours. And I'm very honored to be part of it. Thank you for letting me be with Jed on the split. I'd like to do another one with you, uh, even if you get another bass player. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you and I will talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. we're going to do right now, and of course, good luck with your new record and, your, and the zigzags and stuff. But right after we get on with this show here, I'm going to be on your... Uh, Jed Banger's Ball. Jed Banger's Ballroom. So people get ready if you want another dose of water, another kind of, uh, what do you call it, setting? Yeah. Because I will be the guest and yeah. you will be the host with the most posts. Exactly. Right. I'll do the talk. <laughs> Everybody's been uh, January 22nd, uh, 2020 Dishwaft Pedo Show. Keep your powder dry.